Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Grapplecast. I'm your host, Taryn, as always, and I'm joined, as always, of course, by Joe and Dan. How are we doing, both? What's up, Oos? Yeah, really good. Nice little break last week. Yes, yes, you did. You had the week off, didn't you? You, Dan, and uh, you, Dan, of course, you are Dan. You, Joe, and Jamie, even. Um, Jamie will be with us this week. He's just running slightly late. He has finished work late, so he'll be popping himself in in the next five or ten minutes no doubt but yeah of course last week it was a a special episode it was another um talent interview and we were joined by sash himself sash is cash from cwe and house of pain and many other different independent wrestling federations in the uk um so yeah so we we had some good feedback from it what what did you guys think it was uh it was interesting Listen, Taryn. Listen. I make money, Taryn. Listen. Yeah, it was good. Nice to hear um, uh, an aspiring wrestler who's been around, come back after, was a 17 years break? Yeah. To yeah. Uh, live in his dream and he's got his houses and he wants to go wrestling back in, he wants to go wrestle back in Sweden, but then he'll only go wrestle back in Sweden if they pay him enough money. But that's ultimately where he wants to go re- back and wrestle. But yeah, ultimately, it was good. Um, and he doesn't matter who he faces, he, as long as he has a lot of money in his wallet. <laughs> and it was um it was certainly a, an interesting interview to do highly enjoyable um you know as i say me and jamie have seen him wrestle one half of money mountain and um you know house of pain and cwe tag team champions and yeah it, interesting to uh, it was a, a different take let's say on on an interview not not the type of interview that we're used to here on grapplecast but that's a good thing because it was different and it was i hope highly entertaining it was certainly entertaining for me and it was a good insight into him and uh yeah as i say we yeah. we opened up the wallet on that one we we, we spent the money and that's it the budget's gone that was the first um that that was the first of the year as far as talent interviews and the budget's gone now so god knows anyone else who we have on's gonna have to do it for free come hell or high water because i've got no money left now so no christmas party then to i'm gonna have to invest in one of them yeah well i ain't got any money to invest in it now um we're gonna have to go to duke hudson's poker room that doesn't exist anymore see if we can get some more money well, we're going to have to do something for the old Christmas party. Luckily, it's still January, and that's December, so we've got plenty of time yet until then. Um, but, yeah, um, I mean, we've got a few topics to talk about this week. I almost feel like, unless I'm missing anything major, and and there are a couple of bits that we will get into, but I almost feel like over the last week or two, there hasn't been a massive amount of things happening. We're going to have a chat about Cody Rose. We're going to have a chat about John Moxley and a couple of other WWE parts as well. But, I mean, for for the time of year that it is, we're starting to get onto, you know, the road to WrestleMania. You know, the Rumble is coming up, not this weekend, weekend after. Um, so we're going to have our predictions episode next week, um, which actually happens to be our one year anniversary because this is episode Ooh. 50 this is episode 52 so next week is our one year anniversary since we started the show which just so happened to be our first ever episode was the royal rumble prediction show so it's it's come full circle so it's an we'll annual end, tradition it's an annual tradition very much like all the pay-per-view um, episodes <laughs> um, but uh, yeah so we'll look forward to that but i don't know what i don't know I, interested in what your guys thoughts are on the fact that whilst like i say there are bits that we're going to talk about that have happened in the last couple of weeks for the weeks leading up to the rumble it almost feels like if we're looking at storyline perspective and we're looking at wwe for example and you know putting the spotlight on them the the build hasn't been great maybe it's just me i think usually you've got an out-and-out favourite. Like, you're like, oh, Alberto Dori is going to win this year. Triple H is going to win it this year. And now there's, you know, you've got the bookies' favourites, but there's so many avenues that it could go into. Like, you say the women's one. I'm like, oh, I could name three or four different people 
who it could go to and I could book them all the way to Mania. Same with, well, the men's a little bit more difficult. I've got, and I, I'll go, I'm going to keep it close to my chest, but I've got a very good idea for the men's, what's going to happen with the men's and who's going to win it. Um, but, um, you know, they're building up towards a WrestleMania and building up towards a Royal Rumble. But this is one where I think we all might have different predictions. We all might predict different winners, might all might predict different surprises. Will people go through the forbidden door? There's loads of people who are off injured that might be coming back. Loads of people who've just been given the, the all clear after seven, eight years of being on the shelf. So I think it's exciting thinking, right, who have we got? But who could we see? Like, it is almost like 2K22, 2K23. The ultimate matches you play on a video game, we actually might be able to start seeing them actually on a TV show, which would be great. I think the the moment it's just the hype of Royal Rumble. We're all going, oh, what's going to happen? And I'm a hundred percent staying up for this one. I can't wait. It's a Saturday, isn't it? This time round again. It is a it? Saturday Thank and um, God Elimination Chamber as well. Oh, yeah, they, they are, aren't they? I mean, as we've said many times on this, being a, a British podcast, usually the I can't call them pay-per-views anymore. Special. What were they called now? What's they called? Premier live events. events. Premier live events. Yeah, and I have noticed if you go on WWE Network, they have changed the section from pay-per-view to premier events. They have. Um, I don't know why I find that amusing, but yeah, I, <laughs> knowing that events are on a Sunday and they don't start till anywhere between midnight and one AM UK time, so they're not finishing till three, four, five, sometimes six o'clock if it's WrestleMania in the morning and then you're up at half past six, seven o'clock for work so you're effectively not sleeping. This is why, unless it's WrestleMania, I don't watch these events live. Now the fact that it's moving to Saturdays, that's a godsend for us. Well, you saw me trying to stay up for WrestleMania. I was falling asleep halfway through the Bad Bunny stuff. <laughs> so uh, it is a challenge. You only do it for certain pay-per-views. This one I'm very, very, very excited for and, you know, the Saudi Arabian show, it's usually on a Thursday. This one's actually on a Saturday. So, you know, instead of watching um, the Who's Behind the Mask, we can watch uh, oh, the see Saudi the Mask um, I'm sorry, it's the best TV series on TV at the moment. Okay, The Apprentice over here. You know, we've still got The British Apprentice going on, and, but we've got The British Mask Singer going on. That The, the Mask Singer is the best show on TV. I don't care what anybody says. Well, did you hear about the, you know, they've got a cone. They've got a driving cone. They do have a driving cone. Did you cone. hear who the rumour is, who's underneath that? Um, I've heard a few. I don't know if I've heard any for the driving cone specifically. Well, it's supposed to be Ali Jones. For people in America or wherever you are who are not British, who don't know who Ali Jones is, if you've heard the song, We're Walking in the Air, it's him. I mean, Basically, that's his he's a celebrity in Britain. <laughs> Literally, he sung it when he was like 10 back in the 70s, and he's still a famous celebrity in the UK. Like, he does songs of praise, he does God bothering shows here in the UK. But yeah, he's supposed to be in the traffic cone. I was on Songs of Praise years ago. There's a bit of trivia for you. Were you really? Uh, I was. Joe, are you a fan of the old mass singer? Yeah, I like the old word. Uh, with Justin Hawkins. Justin Hawkins. Yes, and, yeah, he was uh, on uh, last year, wasn't he? Yeah, that's the word. They had um, Jason Manford. It was the final one. They had Jason Manford. God, yeah, I forgot he was on it. On his, there was that girl from Girls Aloud as well, wasn't it? The ginger one from Girls Aloud. She was only she won the first the series, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe we should just stop the wrestling podcast and just have a podcast on the mass singer and the predictions of the mass singer. I'm sure it'll go down a treat. Um, I yeah. knew you were the Emperor Penguin, Taryn. Oh, did you really? What the rock? Yeah, I that was you. Yeah, Could I still be. I'm not saying anything, you know, world famous podcast host. Yeah, I'm sure everybody will know who I am in the audience. Um, See, we used to have this back in the day. We used to have like, who's that behind the mask with like Kane? And then like, oh, what does Rey Mysterio look like under the mask? Well, and, you know, back, there'd be all these wrestlers with masks, even T-Bar and Mace. Back in the day, we actually used to have surprises in the Rumble. And this is where I was going to get to. The fact that, you know, we still have got, I, th is it, I think it's still only about 15 women have been announced. Or 15 men. One of them still well, got about half of the amounts. Women, there's about 25 now. There isn't that many um, surprises right. because a lot of people on Raw put themselves in it. But yeah, the men's one, it's mainly just mid-card tag teams that put themselves in. And there's um, AJ Styles, Biggie and Remus. Mysterio and Sheamus, they're the four big names. All the rest, Damian Priest, Street Profits, Dominic Mysterio, yeah. um, and um, I think it's Austin Theory. He's put himself in it as well. 
and this is it. And I, I want to stay away from us predicting anything as far as um, you know surprises, um, because of course that's what next week is for. But you know, just on the topic, I just hope they don't announce any more surprises. You know, feel free to announce the Ross, you know, people on the roster. But for God's sake, give us some surprises because I'd argue that's what most. I say most people, certainly me. I watch the Rumble these days, not for who's going to win it, just for who's going to turn up, you know. And I don't want it to be the hurricane again or something like that. I want to see someone who we haven't seen for hey, years. We had Carlito last year. Well, we did. That's what I mean. So I want to see someone who we haven't seen for years. I don't want to see someone who's making a surprise appearance, but they only made an appearance the year before or the year before that. And I think that's my issue with the women's because, you know, again, uh, don't get me wrong, Summer Ray, you've not seen her for years, but you know, Kelly Kelly, Michelle McCool, they've the been in it every year. Huh. But this is it, they've got no one to use, so they have to get people in, and that's why they're opening up the Forbidden Door with Mickey James. But what um, bugs me though is they've got loads of people in NXT that they need to call up. So you've got Raquel Gonzalez, who okay, I'll spoiler it, I think that's that's gonna be one of my surprise picks. Um, but you've also got Io Shirai as well. Um she's ready to be called up. Um so he's Stark. Um there's well, he would have said Kaylee Ray, which is going from the title picture. There's um a few like four, three or four different women from NXT that they could have realistically used in the Royal Rumble. But now you're looking at it, they've got um, the surprises announced. They've got the people who haven't qualified to go for the title. So realistically, you've only got four or five people that haven't been announced. The women's one, um, yeah, there could be a couple more different surprises. I'm say I'm going to say there's probably one or two NXT people in there. There's a potential of Ronda Rousey or a Page coming back. Um, and I think Sonya Deville is going to keep the cards close to her chest so she can eliminate Naomi. Um, but there's a, a few people in there who haven't. And, of course, Shayna Baszler as well. So you have to watch out for those people who haven't announced yet. But if you realistically think, oh, there's only five or six spaces left in the women's, I think that one we pretty much know what we're getting. But the men's one, I'm pretty sure there is going to be a couple of surprises. And I've got a very good theory in terms of somebody who could be in it and somebody who could be winning it as well. Well, we look forward to that next week for our special one-year anniversary edition with along with the Royal Rumble predictions. So, yeah, let's have a look at uh, some other things that have happened in the old world of the old wrestling then this week. Um, one of them, whilst we're on the subject of the road to WrestleMania, it has now been confirmed that the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view will be returning um, in between the Rumble and WrestleMania, except... It's going to be in Saudi Arabia this time round. Now, that's interesting. Sorry, there's me coughing. That's interesting because I don't know how I feel about this. When I heard the news, it kind of struck a bit of a call with me. And I kind of thought, well, in Germany, it's not advertised as the Elimination Chamber, is it? Because it has too many connotations to do with the chambers and the gas chambers. So I'll have to look it up, but it's not called Elimination Chamber over there. And that got me thinking, well... No Escape. No Escape, that's it. You're right, Joe. It's called No Escape. So I assume it's still going to be branded as No Escape in Germany, even for this Saudi Arabia event. But then I kind of thought, well, does it still have negative connotations, the Elimination Chamber name, in Saudi Arabia? And then again, we're not a political podcast, so we're going to be careful what we say here. But, you know, we, we hear stories of different human rights, things that go on over there. But I thought, well, that's almost a bit of a negative connotation to use that name as well. And then I actually, whilst I was thinking about it, read an article uh, the day after or so that they were potentially looking at changing the name to the Wrestlemania Chamber, which obviously hasn't happened now, and thank God because of that name. Um, we'll bring in Jamie. Here he is. He's brought in. He's finally decided to make an appearance. I've God knows. It is working. We can hear you. We can hear you. It's working. We were talking about the fact that the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view is happening this year, and it's in Saudi Arabia. They were going to go with the name WrestleMania Chamber, and thank God they didn't. But, yeah, what are our initial... Well, we've just brought Jamie into it. Good evening. What's your thoughts on the Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia this year? Well, they're just making... uh, they've, They've always had their own kind of pay-per-views made up extra into the calendar now they've actually got one of the oldest pay-per-views shall we say i mean besides the big four elimination chambers is probably the longest running one besides maybe money in the bank so 
there is probably going to be one year in about five years there might be a SummerSlam there or a Survivor Series there. I swear so, to God, if Saudi Arabia gets SummerSlam before the UK, <laughs> things are going to kick off. We've already had it. We've already won. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, for the first time in about thirty <laughs> years. Um, yeah. But I mean, like I said, the the good thing about it, I mean, you've got to think about it this way. Would you rather, I mean, this is just in a generic standpoint, because I don't think a lot of the card will change with being in Saudi Arabia. And I know you guys don't like to stay up and watch pay-per-views as much. So would you rather... Yeah, but they're on Saturdays now, so we can. Yeah, but you still won't. Um, I <laughs> well, would I won't anyway. for the Rumble, yeah. But, uh, you yeah, you so... say you would, but you're asleep five minutes into it. I'm not asleep. Play... That's why I play or FIFA play on Madden FIFA. now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So I have it on there, and I still know what's going on. But... um. Yeah, so would you rather have, say, the Elimination Chamber on a Saturday night, 1am, going into Sunday morning? Or, Taryn, why don't you come round to my house again? We'll order a kebab at 5pm and watch the Elimination Chamber on a Saturday afternoon. Yes, that's the point. It is. It's it. Oh, hang on a minute. What's the date? <laughs> What's the date of this? 19th, 19th of February. And Taryn still owes you a kebab from the last one, from his awful predictions, didn't no, he? No, I, I, I bought him one when we watched... Um... Whatever the last AEW event was that I came round and watched. What AEW oh, yeah, event? Fell asleep that after we a fell match. asleep into five <laughs> See that that reiterates my point. One ma- like you you go to watch it one hour in, you're feeling tired because you can't stay up and watch it. But now you have it at five pm. Right here I we mean, go. It's the benefit of February. I was slightly worried that I wasn't going to be able to watch it live because I would have only just finished watching the football. However, we are away. But it was an away game I was planning to go into because the 19th of February is Cardiff City versus Blackpool. Don't say Preston. Do you know what the problem with that game is? They've moved the Preston-Blackpool game from its original Saturday day to Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever it is, the 5th of April. The problem is that is the due date of my son. (laughs) (laughs) So I've had to tell the wife, look, there's a strong possibility here that I'm going to miss the birth because I'm going to be at the game. (laughs) Here's one for you then. Here's one. Let's just throw it in there as well. So you go to Cardiff away. Yeah. What's half an hour on the train away from Cardiff? Newport. Uh, Patalbert. Where Where does Dan and Joe live? Newport. I could go watch it in Dan and Joe. We could all go and watch it in Newport. We no, could. we're up north. We were going up north that day. Oh, yes, you are. You're <laughs> coming up towards us. Well, it's all right. We'll I won't go we'll to go the watch game. watch it at your house. Where is it yeah, you're going again? We're up at Skipton. Well, that's not that far. Yeah, Skipton. Three, three and a half hours. Have a look. It's an hour and 15 minute drive away. Get yourself over to Jamie's. It's only an hour away on the motorway. <laughs> Get in Joe's car. We'll all watch it at Jamie's. <laughs> and we will watch. Point. I mean, you know how it goes down. We will watch. Whichever brand doesn't win the Royal Rumble will be the main event number one contenders of the Elimination Chamber or will they defend a title in that? Well, a a free agent. A free agent might win the Rumble. We're not getting in. We've already said we're not getting into that yet. It's next week. But, um, I mean, if a free agent does win it, then I suppose that opens up the fact that they can have two Chamber matches, a title match and a number one contenders. Who knows what they're going to do? Other well, than knowing they be... won't do a tag team. It doesn't need to be for a, a world title. I mean, they've done Intercontinental Chambers, they've done Tag Team Chambers, Women's Chambers, so it could be anything. It could, but surely it's going to be a number one contenders or a world title. I mean, it's Why in Saudi, they're Shinsuke throwing Nakamura the money at there. it. We could actually get Shinsuke Nakamura to defend his Intercontinental title. He hasn't defended it since August. Because he's only allowed to defend it against Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn won't go to Saudi Arabia. But he was in a shopping trolley on SmackDown being pushed down a ramp, so what's the problem? Uh, and that was the highlight of this week's WWE on TV, was it? No, no, no. The highlight. What was the highlight? Oh, it was all pretty rubbish, to be fair. Lita was on SmackDown. That was pretty decent. Was that um, not marketed as like the first time she's been on SmackDown in about 20 years or something? Since 2002, yeah. And she had a really good promo. And um, Shia yeah, Flair no sold the twist of fate. It was dreadful. I can't oh. always do that because Sting had a match on 
Rampage. It's like the first time in 21 years Sting is going to wrestle on TBS. <laughs> Highlight of the week was um, NXT. Good um, and uh, you know, she was saying the winner of this match is no nine nine no no nine, and then he gets the microphone. He goes, "Bumta." And then all of a sudden there's like a brawl and then that's it. And then everybody's going nuts on Twitter. I think it's still trending. Well, with this Gunther Stark trademark that the WWE put in, the bomber, obviously yeah. we had a chat about it. So yes, he's um, the name, he was a World War II Nazi bomber. So of course you the connotations of that, that, sorry, that was it. But either way, he was a Nazi. And I mean... You've got to think what goes through people's heads in WWE, or even whether it's Vince McMahon. Where do you get the name Gunther Stark from? Surely you've heard it. So if you've heard of the name Gunther Stark, surely you know who he is. Like, I didn't personally know who Gunther Stark was until I read the report. But if you're going to get an Austrian or a German man and give them the name Gunther Stark... Surely it's because you've heard that there's an Austrian or a German man called Gunther Stark. And then you kind of look, well, why was who is this Gunther Stark? And surely you do a bit of research on it. So either they've been totally blindsided the whole time, the WWE, just like Boris Johnson. Oh, I didn't know that I broke those rules that I wrote. I didn't know I was breaking the rules I wrote. Um, so either you're the WWE and you're Vince McMahon and you just genuinely had no idea. And it's massive coincidence that this person was a, a Nazi in World War Two, and you've just given it to an, the name to an Austrian man, or you've known, and that's absolutely terrible. Oh, I am they ha- saw, he's a big fan of hit TV show Friends, and they thought, <laughs> oh, we'll name him after the guy in the coffee shop. And add Stark on the end, because which he's dead so happens to be, well, yeah. Same. The problem yeah. that we've got is in Imperium, we've got Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel, and they're not going to be called Fabian and Marcel. Oh, they're not going to have full names if they get brought up to the roster. So are they going to become Joey and Ross? Well, well, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? We just need Marcel Rachel and Phoebe now and Monica. Um, the we'll the good Wendy thing Chew. is... Wendy Chu could be Mon- Monica. <laughs> the good thing is in the last hour, WWE have announced that they have dropped their trademark register for the name Gunther Stark. So they've seen their error of their ways, whether they knew about it before or after, and they won't be using the name Gunther Stark going forward. And and I mean, let's be honest, he did only use the name Gunther on NXT, didn't he? He didn't say Gunther Stark. So it looks like he's just going to go ahead with Gunther moving forward. But regardless of the name, regardless of the name Gunther or Gunther Stark, or let, let's just say Gunther, the question has got to be, why surely people know he's walter and 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 the big thing is is people know even know people americans or people from around the world who've never watched an episode of nxt uk in the live know because it's been pushed down everybody's throats enough that he was you know uk nxt uk champion for about two three years they know walter is he's appeared at survivor series on a main roster show in an elimination match as walter and he's since and he's been on takeovers as walter uh, uk and american takeovers as walter and he's debuted a week or two ago on nxt 2.0 as walter so the very fact it sounds as if obviously Vince is just putting his stamp on it, wanting the name Gunther and obviously wanting to trademark the name Gunther because they probably can't trademark Walter for a reason. So that's probably the reason. But because this is a real God, name. Yeah, but God <laughs> this is what yeah, but, but God help me. God God help the fact that why they feel they need to have some sort of ownership on this. I mean, is anybody here a fan of the name Gunther? Is anybody happy that Walter's changed his name to Gunther? No, it's it's exactly what I, what you said, Howard, is because Vince wants to own the name Gunther, and he can he can like trademark that name, and obviously Walter Walter is isn't a trademarkable name. I don't know why, but I, it must not be. I think so. it's the NXT UK curse. I mean, you look at the last person called up from NXT UK. You had Piper Niven. Piper Niven's called Doodrap now, and now mm. you've got Walter called up from NXT UK. And he's Gunther. The only one who hasn't had a change is Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn might get called up to um, SmackDown and be the Birmingham Bruiser or something. I don't know. They might change him completely. 
it'll be um pt poppins yeah marvin Pete John will be given the name Marvin. That's what I'm going with. That's my prediction. It's, it's not like they made him like they gave him, uh, you know, a, a, he was a clog maker or something. They've actually just they've gone right instead of your name being Keith, you know, Dave. It's like is one name like standard name, but his real name's Walter. So they're going, oh, we can't have him being Walter anymore. So you know, Gunther. So it's like going from Keith to Dave. It's like you've gone from like if you didn't know who walter is now you definitely don't know who gunther is and the fact it's still trending now after two days is saying something is this gonna harm him uh yes and you saw keith lee say if what i've just heard is true i feel really sorry for walter um i feel really bad for him and everybody's just saying well we're always going to call him walter but eventually it was happened with uh, War Machine when they came to WWE. They were the Viking Express, Viking Experience, the War Raiders. You know, we know them as who they are now. So I don't know why they're still on the roster. I'm, like I say, I'm not ta- wishing. I'm not wishing anybody to lose their jobs. Yeah, but I just yeah to do nothing. Unless they've got a new gimmick. They slap their shoulder and go war, war, and the crowd do it with them. Oh well, that sold it for me. Then I'm going to go and buy the t-shirts. Dear me, terrible. <laughs> terrible, good, actually. They said, terrible, get ready terrible. to raid or pay to get raid in green and white. Well, do we ultimately think then that it'll be on the next round of releases all because of I the name? They'll probably call him up and give him a weird helmet. Oh, God, I can picture that name. And then release him. <laughs> Some somebody who has asked for his release though in the last couple of weeks, Mustafa Ali. There's a bit of news. Now this one doesn't necessarily surprise me as much. I I, un, I completely understand the reasons why, and it didn't. There was a little bit of shock, but but not massively. I think more of a shock is the fact that there doesn't seem to have been any announcement about it so far of whether or not they've granted his release. Jamie's eating something. I can hear them sweet rappers <laughs> rattling. Um, but um. I think in a climate that we're in over the last year or so, where people are just getting released for no reason whatsoever, or budget cuts, as they're calling it, so people like Tony Storm can just request the release and be like, yeah, good, go, you're gone, because it's just one less paycheck. It almost surprises me that we haven't had the announcement within 24 hours, really, Mr. Ali asking for it, because I'd have thought they'd have jumped at the chance and gone, oh, yeah, yeah, off you go, thanks very much. Two different cases, though. With Tony Storm, she had a women's title match, realised that there was a plateau and she wasn't going to get any higher than she was. And she was burned out and basically said, I'm burned out, I'm finished, can I Can I go? So left on good terms, said, yeah, you're worn out, go away. Um, but with Mr. Ali, he apparently went to Vince McMahon. Uh, there's a new creative idea that they were either going to give him or he was trying to pitch an idea. I think he was apparently trying to pitch and, it, wasn't he? Yeah, and him and Vince had a massive blow-up, apparently massive argument when he posted that on Twitter. So if you remember Neville back in the day, had a very similar thing where he was like, I don't want to dress up like a superhero mouse. And they were like, oh, okay. And then they just put him on the bench for two years. Then he got released and now he's over his pack in AEW. Um, it could be a similar one with Ali. I mean, realistically, Ali would go to an impact or an AEW. Um, you know, be somebody else on that 6,000 person roster. Um, but the WWE could just keep him on the bench. If you think about it, and being on the bench isn't all that bad. He's just had a... Um, a child, you know, he's he's married, he's got a young family, so he needs to spend time with his family, but he's in the prime time of his career and he's highly thought after, so it's a difficult one, but I can see WWE potentially trying to make it work with him because he does have a, a you know a lot of people thinking how good he is, and you saw him at the last Saudi show, um, having that match with Mansoor, really, really good match. Good match, but we questioned it then and we can question it now. They were a good tag team, you know, that could have been a tag team. They could have built number one contenderships, even, at, you know, even possibly the titles along, you know, down the line, especially for Mansoor, because, you know, they really do like marketing him, especially when it comes to these Saudi shows. So they had a potential decent tag team then that they could have built on, split them up just for the purpose of having them face each other at the Saudi show so Mansoor could go over. I mean, you could have just had them teaming up at the Saudi show and going over a tag team and possibly winning the belts. That would, you know would have been massive for them. But no, they decide to go down the way that they do and then then look what happens. I mean, November, October was that? Last time we saw him. Has Mansoor been on TV since? Yeah, he was um, in, there was a tag team, um, some sort of tag team match to crown the number one contenders. 
Um, yeah, there was some tag team match on Raw that he was in. Um, and that was, I think, where the Viking Raiders ended up winning and getting the tag title shot. So, effectively, he's, since he split them up and had the match, he's done nothing. No, he's tag teaming tag with, with Ricochet. Um, oh, it was on SmackDown, it was. He's tag teaming with Cesaro. Oh. That was it. That's a, an interesting pairing. But again, they haven't really done anything with Cesaro since he had his number one contenders match against Roman Reigns. Um, I can't remember what the bloody event was now. But that was probably longer ago than you think. And yeah, he's done nothing since. But yeah, I think I'm more. Su- I'm not surprised that he's asked for his release. I'm more surprised that he hasn't been released since asking for it, just with the way that things have been going lately. But um, Jamie, Joe, do you, are you surprised? Or? No, not really. Like I said, if it hasn't been released straight away, like most of the time, it could just be a work and he's just doing it to obviously kind of be like a bratty child backstage wanting demands, not getting them. And then it, yeah, I don't know. They can go anyway with it, surely, can't they? So, you know, but I think because of his background and because of the Saudi Arabia shows and the 10 year plan. I don't think we'd want to let him go. I think I know the real reason. Else. I think I know the real reason. The real reason is because in a couple of months' time, in a couple of months' time, it's the release of 2K22. And if they take another person out of that game, there's going to be no bugger left on the roster for that game. Speaking of WWE 2K22, though, we just mentioned about Walter's name change. I'm sure he's still going to be called Walter in the game. No, they can change that easy. Just need to change the font. It's fine. I saw the saw the trailer and, and all there was the commentary. heavy hitters, but there there wasn't many. Um, you know, you had Bianca Belair, you had Rhea Ripley, you had Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. The Mysterios were shown in it. The Street Profits. They were very selective. Who they showed that. But that's all they've got left. In there. Yeah, they were doing <laughs> yeah, legends like Macho Man and Macho Man was there. Austin, Ultimate Warrior, I saw as well. So there's three legends. I mean. Half of this roster is going to be made up of legends, surely, because there's there's no bugger left. What do we think of the trailer? Have Joe and Jamie, have you seen I the new seen trailer? Today? No, I've been, I've been at work, um, so I haven't seen it yet. I think I'm it's been... It. No, yeah, I... Not the trailer, I'm looking at the yeah. artwork and stuff. I'm, I'm holding judgment, put it that way, because it was a minute and a half to two minute trailer, and there was probably about 20 seconds of footage in a two minute trailer, and the rest was just live action wrestlers. And you saw a, a glimpse of the new GM mode, a couple of like graphs and a couple of slides went past type things. And you kind of thought, oh, the GM mode, finally they're showing it. And they really didn't show anything. And I'm sure that's going to be a spotlight moving forward to show in depth of how it works. But I'm really only interested. I, I'm interested in seeing what they do because they're, they're building it up how this is a revolutionary change in the in wrestling games. You know, new graphics engine, new game mechanics engine, um, built from the ground up, you know, new controller layout, button layout, totally different from the other 2K games. And look at these new modes, blah, 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 blah. I'm interested to see what they're going to do. I've got a feeling people are going to be disappointed again. It's not, it might, well, I say it might get better review scores than the last one. It has to, because it can't get much worse. I don't think it's going to get nines and tens. Like some people are going, oh, this is going to be the best ever. This is probably going to get six and seven, six or sevens, because I think the last one was like four or fives. This will be a six or a seven, maybe a seven. I'm more interested in the GM mode. Will it be as fun to play as it was on the SmackDown versus Raw games? I worry that they might go a bit too businessy corporate on it to the point where you kind of like, yeah, the GMO's good, but it's not fun to play like it was years ago. I don't know what you think, Joe. Um, I always enjoyed GMO because you can like create your own rosters and like um create your own characters and like make your own world heavyweight champions. And you could almost like make your own like storylines of like who you want to win and who you want to lose. So if they bring that back element back to it, but I know, nothing all ever beat Here Comes a Pain for me. That's the best wrestling game, in my opinion. I think, looking back, me and Jamie bought a PSP when the PSPs came out originally, in about 2006, I want to say. 
And I think we got one of the SmackDown versus Raws at the time, 2006 or 2007, just to play GM mode. I don't think we actually played anything else on it other than GM <laughs> mode, if I'm remembering rightly. No, yeah. I think I was just looking at some of the features in the new game. Have you seen the My Faction? Yeah, but I no. didn't really know how it worked other than just creating a faction. Team. Is it? It's basically like Ultimate Team in FIFA. I've just been reading a little bit about it, but obviously the, the information is scarce. But it follows suit with Ultimate Team. But that doesn't really work with wrestlers, surely. Don't know how it's going to work, but... You have to spend 20... it's, only, it's, only, it's only ever going to be single quid. players. It's not online, yeah. though. It's only single players. Spend 20 quid, you get Mal- Malcolm Bibbins as your manager. And I think you, like, you use currencies and xp to boost your stars up so you'll get like low rated ones and you boost them up that way or something i don't know but yeah it looks like it's like a card collecting game because when i was looking at the additions of the uh, of the game and i was like what the hell is is this like um card thing so you get the standard edition the cross gen bundle which you get the starcade 96 Rey mysterio pack you get the deluxe edition, which is the Undertaker Immortal pack, a season pass to all five post-launch DLC content packs. Hang on, five post-launch DLC content. How are they going to fill up five? With who? With legends. There you go. Legends. And then the, the NWO the for Life edition, which will have the standard edition, the deluxe edition content, and new My Faction Evo cards. So that's why I was like, what? Yeah. Um, it also comes with alternative NWO tires for Hogan, Hall, Nash, and Six, plus a playable Eric Bischoff character, and a few oh. WCW pay per view, like uh, Sold Out '97, Bash at the Beach '96, and NWO Wolfpack Championship. Are they still going to have creating arena? I believe so, but like I said, I'm just looking at this my faction thing, and it's just. Uh, with the franchise first, my faction mode, players can collect and manage their dream factions with weekly events and regular updates providing tremendous challenges and play value. So, like I said, you collect cards, build them up, and then do challenges and stuff. So, yeah, it's very similar to okay. uh, NBA 2K, my team, FIFA Ultimate Team, Madden Ultimate Team. So, you, you can... You can I assume put real money into the game to buy packs to get better oh, players. Here we great. go. That'll be you. You'll be spending all your bloody money. I don't on spend it. any money on it now. I think you do. You have to. You do on Madden and FIFA because you can't get any points because you can't win any games. So you have to spend your. Who own money. me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> terrible. Yeah. Terrible. 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 Ter- there isn't a word for it, but if it was, it would be terrible. The thing is with FIFA, I spend 90 quid on the game, so I get all the packs at start. 90 quid? It's ridiculous. Well, sorry, terrible. 80 quid discount, but yeah. 75. I, got... I think I spent, I spent it 30 quid. I managed to get in the uh, Christmas sales. I got it in the Christmas sale on PS5 for £3 yeah. because somebody bought, a friend of mine bought me a voucher, so I was able to get it for £3. Quid. <laughs> oh. yeah, I did play oh, a lot. I've made my money. FIFA 22 is so botchy. I play as Newport County, honestly. And if you just have a look in um, free agents, I've signed Gareth Bale for free. I've signed Aguero for free. Coke, Alexandro. They all, they're all playing for Newport County in the championship. It's great. I created a team to be the manager for um, a team on seasons. And I'm only about six games in. And I can't, I can't win a game. I can't win. I'm starting off in League 2. And oh, I can't oh. win a league game. Yeah, but then it's somebody That's on amateur. Someone who we know, you and me, Jamie, came round to my house. So it's the first time he's played FIFA for about two or three years because he hadn't got a PS5. And even yeah. he played it. He ended up losing about 4-0. And he's usually quite good at FIFA. I don't know. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Have we seen the fallout of Dynamite this week? Dynamite! What, the, one of the worst Dynamites I've ever watched? Well, last what, night. This week was the last night. Oh no, I saw about the week before. Oh, I was going to say last night. night was really good. We had yeah, two the week, the week returns. We had two returns. We had the return of John Moxley and we wow, had the return yeah. of Cody Rhodes. Uh, have we? Has any of? I assume Jamie, you've probably watched the episode. I've watched clips, mm-hmm. but um, Joe and Dan, have you watched anything of Dynamite from last night? No, no, I've seen like little bits of no, what's I've heard about Cody Rhodes' code promo. 
Yeah, so Cody had like a pipe bomb promo. I watched it earlier. He called it a pipe bomb. It wasn't a pipe bomb, but he was basically referencing CM Punk and he was saying like CM Punk had all these ideas of dropping and what he was doing and leaving and going off to different federations and different promotions and stuff. Um, Whereas he wanted to carry out that dream and it never became a reality yet. Cody Rose did it and he was the first to do it. And then he basically just, he shot on a couple of people and then said basically, yeah, it's me and Sammy Guevara next week in a ladder match for the TNT title. And people were raving about it online and I kind of watched it and I was like, yeah, it was it was sort of an all right promo. I was more interested in the fact that he's come back after having a couple of weeks off because he's technically a free agent, or that's the story. For all we know, he signed a contract last week and just not oh. told anyone because it's making a good story. Yeah, because like I said, if you watched all of the uh, promo, he mentions the contract towards the end. He, he said does. a contract came over to me, <laughs> not the contract I wanted, man. Yes, I was but... hoping, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then obviously you mentioned um, about renaming and stuff, and actually dropped a little uh, Gunther in there as well. He did. I don't know if you he heard did. that. Yeah. Gunther McGibble somewhere or he said yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> but he was basically saying now when people come over to AEW, they don't just change their names because a past or a current talent have the same name. And then he mentioned Brody Lee and Brody King. He basically said just because Brody Lee used to wrestle for us doesn't mean when Brody King came over, we had to change his name because it was Brody. We don't do that in this company, we're saying. So, yeah, there was the odd jib and jive of his WWE like there usually is, but it was a decent promo. But I was kind of like, I was more interested in the fact of whether he was going to test the waters with the fact he was a free agent and no contract. And there's been these rumours that are stupid rumours about the Royal Rumble and things like that. I thought he was going to play more onto, onto that, which he didn't. And we'll get the Cody Rhodes in the Sammy Guevara match next week, and Cody will win because I hate the idea of this interim TNT champion stuff. It's ridiculous. They should just not have had the title match or just had a number one contenders match. It's weird that they do it in the UFC. They'll have a champion, then they'll have an interim champion to face the champion, but they still get a belt. It's like, give yeah, him something but you're not the champion. Give him like a necklace or something, and you can cash that in for a the medal, title. a gold medal. Yeah, it, it makes sense. Like, there's no point giving him two belts. I mean, it's going to look nice next week when obviously it's a ladder match. It's going to be two belts hung up there, and they're going to pull him up, and Sammy Guevara is going to have them both in his hands, going yes. It but happen, well, they did it before in um, NXT, didn't they? Um, do you remember when Jordan Devlin had the belt, and then the pandemic hit, and he was stuck over in Ireland, and then um, Santos Escobar won the interim title. And he obviously came back over and they unified the book. And there was they had two champions for ages. Like in NXT UK, Jordan Devlin was defending the NXT UK title for about six months to a year. And it took him ages to then unify it. Yeah. I but don't I mean, like next week, it. Next week looks great though, if you if you've seen obviously AW uh Beach Bash, is it? Yeah, Beach Beach Break, sorry. Beach you've break. got two Not Bash at the points. Beach. Not Bash at the Beach, no, Beach Break. There's obviously that match. And then they've also announced Adam Cole. Maybe. There you go, I was waiting Maybe. for that. Versus yeah. freshly squeezed oh, orange. We're, we'll all be shooting in into that one. Yeah. Lights out unsanctioned match. Oh, Will we see a Trent Bretta heel turn? That's my question. Ooh, we rejoining it all up. <laughs> <laughs> Is um what's happening with John Moxley then? Because of course he returned. He came back after being away since November, sorting out his um rehab to do with alcohol. So it was good to see him. Looked a lot leaner, but in a good way. Wasn't as built up. Wasn't as round in the middle anymore. Um, grown his hair back out a bit as well. It looked like he'd had his teeth done as well. His teeth looked whiter and straighter as well. So either way, he looks a hell of a lot better. And all power to him. But um. I, I think it kind of made the headlines for the wrong reason because it was more the headlines were more to do with the person in the crowd shouting out and then his response. I don't know if you got, I'm sure that. Jamie heard it. <laughs> somebody when he was just about to talk basically shouted out. Somebody in the crowd basically shouted out something like, "Get that drunken or that get that piss trash out of the ring." Yeah, that's what somebody shouted. I, I didn't hear piss trash, but I heard get that like something yeah. like that trash out of the ring so, and he basically <laughs> says something like 
Shut the fuck up, get that guy out of here. He says, yeah, get go fuck yourself, get that guy out of here, he does. <laughs> and apparently he wasn't he wasn't thrown out of the arena, which I thought he would have been. He got loads of booze, but he wasn't thrown out of the arena. Um, I mean, the promo was okay by Moxie. He's just basically saying he's back, he's no longer got any demons, and he's a now hungrier John Moxley that likes to drink blood. I'm like, all right. His words. Gangrel. He's right at the end. Gangrel. Right at the end, he's like, I'm thirsty, but now I drink blood. I'm like, geez, all right. <laughs> Gangrel. Yeah, but um, no, it was okay. And, um, and one thing as well, Inner Circle just seems to be completely gone. Just kind it's of gone weird, by its own. It? They're kind of just like, they, re- they still reference them every now and again. But yeah, I mean, like, I know... Sammy Guevara's obviously got his own singles. I think uh, Jericho has gone with... somewhere else. But no, Jericho's still be proud and powerful. AKA yeah, Santana but hasn't he got a program with Eddie Kingston at the moment, Jericho? Yeah, because Santana and Ortiz are friends with Eddie Kingston. Yeah. And Jericho Where's Jake Hager? Where's undefeated no Jake Hager? Yeah. But obviously, uh, what happened on Dynamite was Santana and Ortiz said to Jericho, he's like, no, like. Kingston's our friend, don't say anything bad about him. Maybe you were holding us back all this time and we'll prove it next week when we finally win the tag titles or something like that. Um, so the kind of teasing them breaking out of the inner circle or no idea. Maybe it'll be Jericho versus Kingston for the custody of Santana and Ortiz. For God's sake. <laughs> don't give them about it. Vince will be signing them both just so he can do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Interesting to see where it's going to go. Interesting to see. I know John Moxley's got a. Has he got a world title match in GCW or something like that? Or, yeah, that was going to be his first match back, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. And that's obviously why they got him back on Dynamite quicker. Tony Carr was like, no, his first appearance back needs to be on our show. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. With him Surely so. I'd have thought so. I'd have thought it'd be written in there somewhere. But who knows? Right then. Let's have a look at the quiz. Who has written this week's quiz? And uh, Alan it all Sugar. goes quiet. Alan Sugar, you're fine. The apprentice tonight. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Jamie, no, you've got us a quiz me. for this week, I believe. Good. Yes, and it was uh, completely randomized. I was thinking of, shall I try and do something? I mean, but then I just threw some questions together. There's a few PWI stuff in there. Uh, there's a few other stuff. I don't know if you spoke about the PWI. I hope you did. Otherwise, you might not know some of these answers. No, we actually didn't, to be fair. So that should be interesting for this week. Okay. But I will start off with a non-PWI question. And question one is who is recognised as having the shortest combined reign as WCW champion. I'll give you a clue. It was one day. Combined um... reign. Okay. Held once for a total of one day. Okay. That's a guess. We'll go with that. Oh, I think I know. Number two, in what year did the original NXT debut? So we're talking about the reality show, Series 1. We are well down, young. Do you know when what? did that debut? This. No, I'm sure, sure I know this, because I'm sure what it was show. the same year of the last ever episode of the greatest TV show ever <laughs> lost. Um... So that would have been okay. Okay. What? Oh, I'm waiting for Dan to do it. What? Oh, it's a question about everybody's favourite tag team, Jurassic Express. And it is when he was in NXT. What was Luchasaurus's name? Oh no. <laughs> I knew you could ask that. I don't know. I, I can't remember. He never actually made it on TV. <laughs> but... I looked his wiki the other day because um, I was like, oh, I never. Because so they put him in like a list of people who never made it in NXT but they made it in AEW. I'm like, I don't know who's in NXT. So I looked yeah, him up. He never made a t- yeah, he never made a TV appearance, but he was technically on NXT. He had house matches. I can't remember. I, I can't either. 
Okay, oh, here's yeah. a good one. You know, do you ever watch Soccer AM and they give you like you know that final question on the penalty? What like, Soccer really AM? I was on the show. Yeah, but do you watch it now? Like they give you like when they're doing the big thing and they give you like a really good question right yeah. at the end to be like a 50-50. This is a really good 50-50. And I want a good question after this. Who has won more intercontinental titles? Jeff Hardy or Dolph Ziggler? Oh, that's a good question, that one. Okay. I'll put the one who I don't think it is. <laughs> I was going to put a question in there uh, regarding Jeff Hardy and Chris Jericho because I was looking at um, like triple crowns and grand slams. Yeah. And basically, Jericho and Jeff Hardy are the only ones that have won the grand slam by winning every single title available. The only title they never won was the Universal. They won the Hardcore, European and the Continental, both rain, both tag titles from the originals 2007 prior and after, and won WWE and World Heavyweight. So Universal was the only one they were missing. I thought that was crazy. Jeff Hardy and Chris Jericho. Uh, make sure I didn't have that in there. No, we're okay. <laughs> Question five... PWI, who won PWI Comeback of the Year 2021? Was that question five? Sorry, yeah. Yes, question five. Mad Cat Moss. (laughs) And a question six was who won PWI Most Popular Wrestler of 2021? Most Popular Wrestler. Won most by John Cena, which you would remember a few weeks ago when I had that in the quiz. I was going to say, I'm sure we had that in the quiz back then, yeah. Okay. Question seven. Which wrestler is known by the nickname as Machine Gun? Oh, it's... um... He's known as Machine Gun... Question eight. How many times has JBL won the world championship? So that's WWE, Universal, Undisputed, World Heavyweight. How many times has he won the world well, championship? How many times overall of all the different Yeah, because you know, like John Cena's technically 16-time world champ, but he's won like the world heavyweight five times, but the WWE yeah. title 12 times. World title, so it counts all of the world titles. Just in WWE, I, I don't yeah, think yeah. he was ever so world WWE, champion world else, heavyweight. But... Yeah, yeah, undisputed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just to break it up, PWI. What was PWI feud of the year 2021? What was the feud of 2021? That was number nine, yes. Yes. That's fine. And a quick question before I go into number 10. Do you remember how many members of Nexus there were? Yeah. How many? Nine. What, Nexus or original Nexus? Yeah. Original Nexus 9. Is this eight. number 10? No. I was asking a question before that. There's 8, isn't there? Why is oh, it 9? Um, your question isn't name them, is it? No. Because um, my question is... Go on, go on, carry on. It's Daniel Bryan, Michael Tarver, Darren Young, David Otunga. Heath Slater. Um, Heath Slater. Kit, um, Sheffield. Skip Sheffield. Um, Skip Sheffield. Justin um, Gabriel. Justin Gabriel, Way Barrett. That's it. So that's eight. Yeah. yeah. And there's uh, one other. Um... There's only eight. Michael Tarver. You said him first. Oh, okay. Quick, very there's quickly, eight. though. So just quick... so you know, go on, there's eight. Uh, all right, there's eight. So a, you've a named story. all the bookies in NX. Go on, go on. I was listening to Jim Cornette's podcast earlier, and they were talking about Vince McMahon, and apparently when Vince McMahon made the announcement to the roster that WWE was going PGTV, Michael Tarver stood up and had an opinion. <laughs> Vince McMahon apparently said, okay, thanks very much, Shelton. <laughs> <laughs> I 
He comes to the ring with Floyd May- Mayweather in that match. And <laughs> he, yeah, he, yeah well. he does, yeah. Okay. Right, go on then, Jamie. Yeah. So, like you said, you have named all eight NXT rookies. Who were their pros? It's off. Oh, easy. <laughs> There's eight answers on there. Who were the pros to the NXT rookies? <laughs> oh, easy. He knows what he thought there was nine. <laughs> I think I can name a few, but certainly not all of them. And I assume this is a point for each. No, it's a point for all eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a point each. I'm on six so far. Oh, God. <laughs> he said it was easy. He won't get them all. Right. No, he's, he's putting NXT Season 1 on now on the network. No, no, I've got SmackDown on there. Speaking of the network, while we all wait, if you haven't plugged it already, this Friday on the WWE Network is the Broken School Sessions with Becky Lynch. Should be a good one. I think I've Should got be better six. than the Sasha Banks one. <laughs> I think I've got six, I think. Okay. Shall we go through some answers? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number one. Who is recognised as having the shortest combined reign of the WC title with one... Joe. David Arquette. Dan. Kevin Nash. Taron. Vince Russo. Wrong. The answer is Chris Benoit. He had it for one day. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it got taken off. Avoid that question. He doesn't even <laughs> exist. Okay, question two. In what year did the original NXT debut Taron? I think it was 2010. Dan. Yeah, but 2010. Joe. 2010. 2010. The answer is 2010. (laughs) We are wild and young. Right, so none of you have an answer for this one, do you? (laughs) No, I thought his name was like Brendan something. No, it's Judas. The Wookiee. Judas. What did you say, Taron? Uh, his name's got the name Judas in it, but I don't know his full name. So It was Judas know. Devlin. Yeah, I'd never got that. Okay, 50-50. No, is that half a point? We'll see how it comes towards the end. <laughs> yeah, all right then, yeah. Because I think Dan's going to win anyway if he's got <laughs> like seven of the rookies, seven of the pros. Okay, who has won more Intercontinental titles? Jeff or Dolph? Joe. Jeff. Taron. I also put Jeff. I put Dan. Jeff Hardy has five integral titles. Ooh. Dolph has six! Oh, for yeah. sake. <laughs> Leading the way is Jericho and Miz. Uh, Jericho has nine, the Miz has eight. Yeah. And Jeff Jarrett's something like on seven or something. Yeah, I was going to do combined at the end, but then I decided not to. Okay, question five. Who won PWI Comeback of the Year 2021? Taron. It surely got to be CM Punk. Dan. Joe. CM Punk. The answer is CM Punk. Good. Okay, who was the most popular wrestler of 2021? Dan. Britt Baker, D-M-D. Joe. I put CM Punk again. <laughs> so did I. Taron. I put CM Punk again as well. It's CM Punk. It was a yes! back-to-back punk. <laughs> I knew it. I just knew you would. I just knew I did, you would. I did write down CM Punk. Oh, good. <laughs> you can see there, but I crossed out thinking, no, he's not going to do two in a row. See that? Yes, I oh, did. I did two oh, in a row. I did number it. seven. Let's have a look. Yeah, what is? what have you got for number seven? Machine what was the question? Oh, Machine Gun. Yeah, no, I, I, I didn't put an answer. I don't know. Joe. Carl Anderson. It's Carl Anderson. Okay. Joe, how many world titles has JBL won? I put three. Dan. I only put one. Taron. 
I also put one. I think he was just one time WWE champion, and that was it. That is correct. That is correct. Although, although technically he wasn't awarded it, but he did win the SmackDown Championship. Do you remember that? When Batista and Cena were both drafted to Raw, and then they had to have the fatal four-way for the SmackDown Championship, and JBL pinned Christian and won, and Teddy Long came out with the belt in a belt bag, and he went, you're not the SmackDown Champion. We don't need a SmackDown Champion. You're now the number one contender to this round, and Batista got traded from Raw to SmackDown. (laughs) For God's sake. Okay. What was the PWI feud of the year? Joe. Bucks versus Lucha Bros. Taron. Chris Jericho versus MJF. Dan. Jericho MJF. It's MJF versus Chris Jericho. Okay, and here we go. NXT Bros. How many have you got, Taron? I've got well, whether or not they're right, I think I've got six. I haven't got eight. How many have you got, Joe? Six. Dan, how many do you think you have? I've written down eight, but I know definitely seven of them are correct. And the ones, uh, I'm not sure that it would be a good <laughs> guess, but I know definitely seven out of eight are correct. Right? Definitely. That's, that's oh, well, mine must word. be correct. They must be correct, mine, then. Okay. Taron. <laughs> Um, the Miz. That is correct. He was the pro to Daniel Bryan. Chris Jericho. Yes. The winner with Wade Barrett. CM Punk. Correct. William Regal. Yes. And then my last two are a bit dodge. R Truth and Matt Hardy. Okay. Joe, who do you have? Um, Miz, Sempunk, Christian, Jericho, Matt Hardy, Arthur. Okay. Dan. <laughs> In order. Regal, Sempunk, okay. Miz, Christian, Matt Hardy, Arthur, Chris Jericho. So who are you missing? You're just missing one. One, two, three, four. No, that's five, seven. Seven. Oh, and they're missing um, Kofi Kingston as well. Okay, well, I can tell you Jericho, Christian, CM Punk, Matt Hardy, The Miz, R Truth, and William Regal are all correct. The one man you were missing was Carlito. Oh. <laughs> That means all six that I picked were right. Yes, they were right, yes. Oh, good, good. <laughs> okay, okay total up the scores and give Dan the medal. God. 30. <laughs> 30, I got 11. Joe. Um. Yes, I wasn't last. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on though. I got eleven and a half because I got. <laughs> so, I still got thirteen though. So you still. You did indeed, which gives you another point, which puts the leaderboard on Dan on two, Joe on none, Jamie on none, and Taryn <laughs> on none. Whose turn is it next week? Is you. It, it's not. It's Joe's, isn't it? It's you. It's you. Oh, you. It goes Dan, Joe, Jamie, Taryn. Right, it's me next week then. And it will be a special quiz, don't you worry, because as we've said, this episode is episode 52, which means next week is our one-year anniversary episode, our Royal Rumble predictions and our one-year anniversary. So there'll be a special quiz, don't you worry, Daniel. Who said this on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) That's what it'll be, don't you worry about that. Um so, this just leaves us now to Dan. Where can everybody find us on the socials? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We're Grapplecast Show. Make sure you give us a like, a subscribe. You can even subscribe. Um, and you can even rate us on Spotify now and leave us a good rating. Oh, uh, leave us a rating on the old Apple podcast. But we're also on the socials. Again, Grapplecast Show. You can find us on the Facebook. You can find us on the Instagram and the Twitter. 
you know, in the metaverse. Um, feel free to um, give us a comment. We're running polls now and again, so feel free to give your votes and comment if you don't agree with the options that we're giving. And yeah, get involved, guys. Lovely stuff. Well, thank you very much, as always, everyone, for joining us. As we said, special one-year anniversary show next week with our Royal Rumble predictions, match winners, eliminations, special surprise entrants. Who knows? That's if WWE don't spoil it all beforehand. But until then, would you like to sign us off, Jamie? Yes, I mean, of course, without further ado, I must bid you a good night and a goodbye. Ta-ra, guys. Bye. Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Number four, Armbar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What?